Hey, hey, everybody. All right. So I, I promised to never sing to you guys again. That was dumb. Okay. Anyway, I, I am feeling some kind of truth this morning because we are going to be tackling um, a very unpopular topic in the world of direct sales and network marketing and a very popular topic in the regular world for people who kind of misunderstand what it is um, and like hate it and they and they part of them doesn't even know why. Um, so it's really weird because it it's going to be something that people on both sides of the scale um, it, it may resonate with them, but it may also just like hit them square between the eyes. And, uh, that's okay. I feel like sometimes you need to be knocked out to like reset your brain. Okay. Um, so you probably guessed by the title, what we're going to be talking about today. And it is why most network marketing, uh, companies or agendas or just network marketing as a whole is a pyramid scheme, okay? And that's like a major trigger word for a lot of people who are in network marketing, but hear me out, okay? Hold on. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, we are gonna be talking about why the model itself and how it has become over time and almost morphed itself into this self-actualizing, self-fulfilling prophecy, which is, you know, a pyramid scheme. So I'm also gonna use that term loosely because technically a pyramid scam or pyramid scheme is actually an illegal activity um, and, it, and it's actually banned. So a lot of the companies that are out there are not actually uh, technically and legally coined as a pyramid scheme. If they were, they'd no longer be in business. So we're just gonna get that right out there. But I'm more so referring to pyramid scheme as the way the common public talks about it because they do throw that term around very loosely uh, without knowing the legal aspect of it. But you know, I want to kind of talk in terms of how people view it, and that is how they view it, and, and I'm going to validate that for a second. I know a lot of people in network marketing want to jump on the defense and want to say, it's not a pyramid scheme, it's the same as your nine to five and managers and blah, 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 and while they're not wrong, they're failing to see how the general public views it based on how the industry has conducted itself uh, for decades and also how how just the numbers, how the probability, how the math just happens to work out that way that really only reinforces that idea. But again, it's not like we can control math, it's not like we can control probability and it's really not any different than any other industry out there. And we're gonna kind of talk about that today. So if you're ready to kind of be maybe a little offended or have some, you know, hashtag truth bombs or have your world kind of rocked or if you just feel like getting knocked the F out today, <laughs> keep listening. Uh, but I promise in the end, you're gonna come out a little bit more enlightened, a little bit more uh, knowledgeable in how people perceive it and also just understanding the numbers. <clears throat> And I apologize, guys. We, I live in Missouri, and so our weather is being so weird lately, and it always causes my allergies to flare up. So if I am hacking and coughing, <laughs> bear with me, okay? I will do my best to uh, shield you from it. Um, it is not the corona, I promise, okay? Um, okay, so let's dive right in. 
why do people feel like it's a pyramid scheme? Okay, so we're just going to kind of talk about how people view it, right? They, they view all of the people at the bottom and, you know, 75% of that bottom triangle or pyramid where people are investing tons of money, not making anything, and only the people at the top are really making any kind of money because it's a recruitment-based business where you give people false hope, false dreams, and tell them they can make a million dollars, and you know that they can't. <laughs> um but you recruit them anyway so that they can buy their box, you can make 25 bucks off them or whatever your company does for a compensation plan and boom, that's it, right? No wonder people think that's a pyramid scheme because <clears throat> it kind of is, it kind of is, right? Because the little guy, the new guy, uh, the hopeful guy, he's not making anything. Right? And who is? All the people at the top who have been there for decades, who continue with the same model and the same approach for years and years and years because they feel like it works, right? Well, times are changing, folks, okay? Um, and here's the thing. Number one, not all companies operate that way. Number two, not all teams operate operate that way because the, the glorious thing about network marketing is, you know, they work with subcontractors as marketers, right? And so all marketing agencies or firms or companies or whatever, right, entities, if you will, are all different, right? It's kind of like walking into one McDonald's and expecting all the McDonald's to work like that. You know, you know, you know when there's good ones, right? And you know where there's bad ones. Um, but overall, it doesn't necessarily, or it shouldn't necessarily anyway, reflect on the McDonald's brand as a whole, right? Um, like the customer service, because that has to do with the people, right? That doesn't have to do with like their food is a little bit different, their recipes, their prices, all that. That comes from corporate. However, their customer service, who they are, how they interact with people, how they conduct business and all that is is up to that actual franchise, right? That agency, that entity. Same thing with network marketing. And if you can get onto or work with or buy from a really good customer service based team who really has people at the heart of their business, you know, that's not gonna be the case. But you get into people's teams who just are only in it for themselves, it is very much competition over collaboration. It is very much get to the top, who cares who you step on along the way kind of mentality. And a lot of people just want to recruit, recruit, recruit as opposed to, you know, doing sales. And that's not necessarily a great way of doing business because again, whenever you get with a company whose recruits far outweigh their customer base, yeah, you're starting to look at something that's a little bit borderly illegal, okay? Um, because technically a company is leading with their product, with their experience, with their service, whatever. That is first and foremost. And I want to kind of get into the meat and potatoes of this topic, which is the recruiting aspect. And why it kind of turns into a pseudo pyramid scheme, right? In, in people's eyes, I'm just, I'm just gonna kind of drop that word and just kind of say like a pyramid, right? Um, in that where all the little people kind of build and build and build and build and build until you get to the tippy tippy top where all those people, all those people, a few of those people are making money, okay? Um, and this comes from kind of the the double-edged sword that is network marketing, which is anybody can do this business, right? You don't need a degree, you don't need experience, you don't need a background, you can literally just be like, I want to do this and sign up and just start quote unquote doing it, right? Uh, but we all know that's not the case, right? Um, kind of like being picked for dodgeball, right? Not everyone is going to pick <laughs> with the right people, right? You all know that, right? Um, 
you you know that if you were to line up people in your gym class, you know exactly who you'd pick and who you wouldn't, right? And when you get those people, you kind of roll your eyes like, oh God, oh God, we got Deborah today. Oh God, Lord help us, right? We're gonna lose. Um, <clears throat> sorry if there was a Deborah out there. I'm sure you're really good at dodgeball. Anyway, um, and, and that's just kind of how network marketing works, right? Right? Um, if you are in network marketing, right, how, how many times have you just enrolled somebody because you're like, you're hopeful that they can do what you do, right? You think that if with enough love, if with enough training, if with enough motivation, if with enough discipline, they can be great like you or like so-and-so, okay? Where a lot of people fail in that thinking, right, is that, yes, anybody can do network marketing, but I want you to think for a second, not everybody will, okay? Not everybody will, because it does take unique characteristics. It does take an entrepreneurial mindset. It does take self-prompting and motivation. It does take lots and lots and lots of discipline. It does take grit and thick skin and so many other characteristics that just the layman, you know, the, the average person just may not have. If the average person had it, everybody would be walking around an entrepreneur and a millionaire, right? So that also brings up another point where it's just also simple math. Okay, there's uh, actually more people, more successful people and more millionaires in network marketing than any other industry. So actually the math kind of plays out in their favor. However, it still is lopsided in that there are more failures than there are successes. But I also want you to think about how many CEOs are out there, <laughs> right? If you think of GE or Google or whatever, right? How many CEOs or CFOs or, or you know, uh, high-level managers are there in relation to how many entry-level people there are? It's disproportionate, is it not? Right? So it's going to be the same in any category. That is because some people are designed to be like worker bees and some people are designed to be the queen bees. Okay? And that is not necessarily anything demeaning. It is, going back to my... Uh, uh, I think, gosh, three three episodes ago where we talked about the gifts, right? Gifts of the heart, ha uh, head, and hands is that, you know, sometimes the gift of the hands, they are not the CEOs. They are not the top earners. They are not those kinds of people because they need instruction. They need to be told what to do because they're really good at doing, right? But they're not very good at innovating and being creative and coming up with ideas and problem solving. They are very good at being told what to do. And we very much need those people. We very much need people who are like, you just tell me what to do and I'm going to flip and do it, right? they are very, 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 very much needed to make the world go round. And I love people on my team and within my organization that have a gift of the hands because, again, just like anything, you cannot have too many gifts of the same kind or else nothing gets done. Uh, maybe there's a whole lot of thinking, not a whole lot of doing or loving. There's a whole lot of loving, not a whole lot of, you know, thinking or, or doing. So you, you need that balance. But I want you to think for a second, why is it, that only a few people make it to the top. It's because only a few people have the gumption to stick it out and be told no repeatedly over and over and over again, to face failure in the face repeatedly, to take big risks that f make them fall flat on their face, but they get back up and they keep doing it and they don't quit and they don't stop, right? 
I want you to think of the kind of characteristics that takes in a person and think how many people do you personally know that do that in their life and in their business and in their job? Um, not many. It is not very common. Um, so you are going to find people who are very much entry level people and that is okay they are comfortable there that's where they want to be that is all right um you are going to find mid-level people who get mildly successful right pay off their house do this do that um and they're comfortable there right they don't want to be a bajillionaire then you get people who do and they work like they want to so the odds play in their favor in that regard but it, when you're thinking as a whole the odds are very, the odds, odds, <laughs> the odds are very much against them, right? The numbers do not lie. If you have a group of 100 people, not all 100 people are going to lead, right? My husband's in the military, and so it's the very same way. You know, when you get into a company, a unit, a battalion, you know, you have one lieutenant colonel, one general, you know, two or three captains, right? Five or six lieutenants, but you have like a hundred or 300 or 400 privates or specialists, right? Same thing, okay? They don't just promote all the specialists to sergeant and all the sergeants to staff sergeant, right? They don't take all the lieutenants and all become captains, right? Some leave. Some, after doing their four years, they just get out. They don't want to be a captain, right? That's almost just kind of like saying that everyone who enters marketing is going to be a millionaire. It's almost like saying every single lieutenant that enters is going to be a general one day. That is not, that's just not how it works because being a general takes lots of experience, takes lots of failure, takes lots of education, takes lots of grit and determination, takes lots of all kinds of things that not a lot of people, not a lot of lieutenants and captains and majors and all that are going to do, okay? And so that's where it really does emphasize that it can become this pyramid-like mentality. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because a lot of people, because anyone can do it, right? It's not like a normal quote-unquote job where you can just look at somebody and say, you're not a good fit for us, goodbye, right? I mean, people could. People could essentially fire people from their network marketing team, right? They could. But it, it, it's very frowned upon. So it just has this society has placed this double edged sword on it where, oh, well, you say it's for everybody. So you can't go around firing people and you're really hard and you're so greedy and you only care about money, 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 money and, uh, and success and all this other stuff. And so you go around only looking for the best and firing people. You don't give them a chance. You say it's for the average person, but it's clearly not. And right if you have ever quit a network marketing opportunity, that was definitely your mentality at one point in time, right? That your leader had it out for you, that they were just money hungry and super greedy and, and they only want the best of the best. Who doesn't want the best of the best? Who wants to be like, I'm putting together a team, guys, and I just want it filled with like a bunch of low-level mediocre people. Um, no. Look at the NFL. Look at the Olympics. They pick the best of the best, right? They don't look at people and go, wow, you're super average. I think we want you. No, no. So why is it so looked down upon when people in network marketing are like, we want the best of the best? And I'm going to tell you why that that should be a, a mentality that we have more often. Okay. And I say we, because if you haven't listened to me by now and you don't know that I'm in network marketing. Okay. So I am. Um, 
I only want to hire people that are the best of the best. I want to treat my company like a quote unquote regular company. I interview people. I will pick people who are the best fit and I will let people go if I don't feel like they are a good fit, right? Now, does that mean I kicked them out of the company entirely? No, but it means, hey, I don't, I just don't feel like you are receptive to what it takes to do this. And I can't pour my time and my energy into somebody who is not retaining things, people who are not competent, people who are not confident or or trying to be more confident, people who are not showing up, people who are not treating this like a business, and people who are a succubus of my time and energy, okay? It is okay to feel that way. I am treating it like a real business because it is, And where people get lost is they feel like they have to abide by what the world believes, which is like, you say this is for everybody and that anybody can do this. It's true. Anybody can, but not everybody will. And we need to find the people who will. One, because it is also not fair to fill them with false hope. Sometimes you find, you know, a diamond in the rough, right? And you find that one person in that weird situation, um who super down on their luck, you know, not educated, not experienced, not whatever. And they just blow up because they have characteristics of a leader, of a successfully minded person, right? And that's the beauty of network marketing is that, you know, you don't have to go to Yale and have an MBA and do this and do that to become the CEO of Amazon or whatever, right? That's the beauty of it. But That doesn't mean that you can go around recruiting people and giving them false hope by just accepting any warm body that comes across your inbox. Okay, we you need to get picky. Okay, you need to get picky because if you are operating like a CEO, do you think CEOs just have open, you know, roll calls instead of uh, interviews and that they just go, yeah, everybody who applied is hired. What do you think that does to the integrity of the company that you manage? What do you think it does to the integrity of your team and your morale in your workplace? Because you don't know who you're bringing in. You don't know what toxicity you are bringing onto your team and how that's affecting or going to affect the people who are successfully minded. They're going to bounce because successfully minded people don't stick around for BS like that. Okay. And so... That is how it becomes this this pyramid, per, this this perceived pyramid to the public where it's like everybody who signs on, like 90% of them leave and then they have crap to say because they're like, they told me I'd be a millionaire. They filled me full of hope. They whatever, they blah, 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 blah. And I didn't. Well, number one, okay, Sally, you never showed up. Okay, you never trained yourself. You never made use of the trainings that are available to you. You never hopped on the meetings. You never reached out to your mentor. You never uh, even bought products to use them to talk about, to attract people to eat, whatever, right? Because we start talking about it like anyone can do this. You don't need experience, you know, whatever. And then whenever you make something low level and really easy, right? Low hanging fruits, that's the people you get. You get people who are like scavenging, right? Just looking for whatever they can get. And the people who are scavenging, 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 whatever, they are not the best of the best. They are not the cream of the crop. They are not people who are successfully minded. They are not people who want to do whatever it takes to become successful, who are the people who are early risers and late sleepers. They are not the people who make time even when it's inconvenient. 
They are the people who give up when the going gets tough. They are the people who want it easy. They are entitled to your time and your energy and your money and your success, right? Do not recruit those people. If you have some people that are like, I want to do what you do. I want the success that you have. Then you interview them. And you make sure they have the characteristics of success. You make sure that when you look at them, it's almost like you are looking in a mirror. Okay? You are looking, not that they have to be just like you, but they are thinking like you. They are, I mean, what I mean by that is like they are driven, they are determined, they are motivated, they are like ready to do the do to get the get. They are gung-ho. They are like, when can I sign up? Where can I start? What's the first thing I can do? Um, I want to be successful as of yesterday. And these are people who put action, okay, these are people who put it into action. They take their words and they the rubber meets the road, okay? Stop interviewing people or stop talking to people based on what they say and hiring them based on what they do. This is why when I am recruiting people, I not only interview them pretty, pretty intensely, but I also give them tasks before I allow them to work with me. Okay, that is because I also don't want to do a disservice to them. I don't want them to sign up with me and then knowingly I know that they don't have what it takes based on what they've shown me and what they've told me, you know, and then don't be like, oh girl, oh dude, man, you're gonna just go, you're gonna go places, you're gonna whatever, yeah. I don't ever wanna look at someone and be like, you're just gonna be bottom of the barrel all the time. No, 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 no. I love to empower people, but you can fall into that trap of saying, hey, dude who never shows up to practice, hey, dude who still eats whatever they want and assumes that they are going to be the starter on the football team, right? Even though you never, you never work out, you don't watch what you eat, you never show up to practice, you don't even throw a damn ball, right? You can be the Tom Brady, right? No. I'm going to look at them and say, hey, everybody can be a Tom Brady if they want to, but you got to work like a Tom Brady, okay? You got to practice like a Tom Brady, you got to eat like a Tom Brady, you got to sleep like a Tom Brady, right? And so often we just don't do that with people in network marketing. And that's why we create this lopsided success triangle, <laughs> right? Obviously, the numbers, they just work out that way. They work out that way in everything, everything on professional sports, um, entertainment. I mean, freaking go to Hollywood, okay? See how many people actually make it to the top, actually star in movies, are actually on Paramount Pictures payroll, right? Like, not a lot of people, okay? Success doesn't come to the many. It comes to the few who are willing to do what the many will not, okay? So that is why, even in network marketing, um, even in entertainment, even in politics, even in the corporate world, whatever, not everyone is going to have the same lovely success because not everybody is going to do whatever it takes to be successful. However, if you are in network marketing, I am going to tell you right now that you need to start taking who you are recruiting and who you are interviewing and who you are allowing on your team much more seriously. Stop just recruiting people based on the hope of what they could be based on their potential. Potential is junk. That means nothing. Because literally everybody in the world has potential. Every single person. But people don't use it. 
most people don't use it because their their potential is polluted with doubt and fear and anxiety and all these internal voices that they listen to. It is polluted with whatever the world tells them. It is, you know, it is held back. It is put in a cage and locked away, right? And they will not use it just because you tell them, you go girl, you got this. No, stop trying to save all the people. Stop trying to take the average person and turn them into a multimillionaire. They are going to do that themselves. You were just simply showing them how you have done it and you are making the opportunity available for them to show up for themselves. You are equipping them and running alongside them. You are not responsible for their success. That is all them. But but if you are recruiting the right people with the right characteristics, with the right mindset, with the right attitude and the right actions, you're going to see a lot more success. So the problem is that you're probably recruiting people who have no desire to show up for themselves, who have no desire to actually work, right? Because you have painted the picture of how it is easy and how anybody can do it, right? But we know the truth. So stop lying. Stop. And I don't mean like you're purposefully being deceitful. What I mean is Stop fixing everybody. Stop trying to make this something that anybody is willing to do. You need to say, hey, anyone can do this. Anyone with the right mentality, with the right work ethic, with the right characteristics, with the right spirit, with the right grit, the right hustle, whatever can do this. No experience needed. No degree needed. Okay? That is how you need to start wording it. The problem is you're wording it like, it's easy. It's quick. Oh, look, it's up, it's up. Stop doing that. Hold on, I gotta take a drink real quick. And and that is why it becomes so lopsided. That is why people think it is a pyramid because all they hear are these failures, these these non-success stories, of how people were fed false hope, right? And you were probably just trying to be a good person. Like, you don't ever want to look at someone and be like, yeah, I just don't think you can hack it. Yeah, I just don't think you have whatever it takes. You want to be a good person. I don't I don't fault you for that, okay? I don't fault you for wanting to tell someone they can be the best they can be. <laughs> You're being a good person. But you need to match being a good person with being a good business person, Right? And sometimes that means telling people the harsh truth, which is, hey, I'm sure you have what it takes, but right now I'm not seeing your actions matching up with your words. And the last thing I want to do is set you up for failure. So if this ever, uh, if you ever feel like at some point in time, you are willing to do what it takes to get to where you want to go, I am here and ready to run with you. But I just don't feel like based on what I'm seeing that that is where you're at right now. And so I don't know if we are aligned in our thinking and in our paths. So I'm going to, you know, I just feel like maybe it's not a good fit right now. And if that pisses people off, so be it. it. And here's the thing. It's gonna piss people off. But you have to be okay with that because you are blessing and releasing. You are letting them go and you are actually not only doing you a service and your team a service, but them 
because you are not going to be wasting months, years of their time. You are not going to be um, telling them to just dump more money into something and hope that one day they want to give a shit. Oop. Give a crap. Whatever. Okay. That is the problem is that you are so afraid to tell people the truth that you are allowing them to waste their time and money. And so I ask you, which is the, which two of the evils is worse, right? And so the truth is always better. Telling people, I just don't think we're aligned right now. I don't think it's a good fit. I don't know if the company is a good fit. I don't know if our team's a good fit. I don't know if you're a good fit, but I can just tell something's not fitting right now. And I hate to do you a disservice by giving you the hope and the false hope that you can achieve what you want to achieve without showing up. So maybe when, or if ever, you decide that this is something that you want to start showing up for in a real way, you know that we are going to be here for you, but I cannot continue to fuel you with false hope that you're going to make a million dollars without doing anything, okay? Stop painting this as easy because it is not. It is simple. It is simple. Yeah, Okay, but there's lots of things that are simple. A marathon is simple. What do you do? You run. You put one leg in front of the other really, really fast for a long, long time. Okay, it's simple, but it sure as hell ain't easy or everybody would be running marathons. Okay, there is a difference between simple and easy and I want you to get the word easy like right out of your vocab, like shred it and never use it again. Because hardly anything in life is actually easy. But a lot of things are simple. We overthink it, but really, in actuality, it's quite simple. But here's the thing. A lot of people can't even do the simplest tasks because they get in their own damn way. And you're recruiting so many of those people. And you're wondering why they leave all bitter. You're wondering why your team is not growing. You're wondering why there's toxicity. Maybe your team is growing, but it's just full of toxic people who talk bad about each other, who backstab each other, who come to you and waste your time as a leader just talking about one another and complaining about you or complete, not you, but well, maybe, <laughs> or complaining about, the, you know, their their uh their their sidelines or their downlines or the people they're recruiting or the process or the product or the company or the CEOs or whatever, right? Like stop recruiting people like that and start giving yourself permission to quote unquote fire people. Right? It obviously it doesn't you know, we're not firing, but you know what I mean? Like being like we are not aligned. So we are at a crossroads right now, aren't we? But you can't have those difficult conversations. That's why people are in management. Okay, that's why not everybody is a manager, because guess what the manager has to start doing? Firing people. They have to start having courageous conversations. They have to start having brave conversations where they're putting themselves in a position of being looked at like a jerk, but they have to not care because it's for the greater good. Definitely one of my pet peeves, as you can tell. And I think that's why there's so many people walking around with bitter mentalities about network marketing is because somewhere along the lines, they were filled with hope, false hope that they could do nothing, okay, that they didn't have to have the right mentality, that they didn't have to have the right work ethic, that if they just sat their butt in front of a Zoom, they would become a millionaire. No, we need to start telling people the truth that it is hard work that it takes grit and thick skin. We need to start telling people what they're expected to butt up against. Hey, you're probably going to fail more than you succeed, but guess what? When you succeed, it's so sweet. 
The rewards are so big, but you have to be okay with failure. You're not going to be popular. People are going to make fun of you. People are going to tell you that you're stupid. People are going to tell you that you're dumb for doing this opportunity, that you're scamming people, that you're doing this, 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 right? Because they don't know. They only know what people tell them. That's okay. You're going to succeed anyway because you have thick skin, right? You're going to tell them exactly what to expect. You're going to fill them with, you know, all the reality (laughs) of what this has. And then when you get to people who are like, cool, awesome, I still want to do it anyway. Those are your peeps, okay? That's your fam. That's your team, okay? It's like being in a relationship. Are you going to be in a relationship and tell people only the awesome, amazing things about you? All right? Are you going to be like um, only telling, not telling people about your past, not telling people about your shortcomings and your failures, not telling people about the weird little quirks that you do, not telling people about your crazy family, right? And then setting them up for failure and then you get in the relationship and they're like, whoa, This is not what I thought, right? Those relationships always end and they always end tumultuously or with, you know, in failure or they just end badly, okay? You need to start painting an accurate picture of what it takes to get to the top and then your pyramid is a lot smaller. Your triangle of success is a lot smaller, but guess what? More people are at the top with you because there's less people at the bottom, right? You stop creating this triangle and it just becomes this line, this bar, this rectangle, okay? Where you have people who are entry level, but they're all rising to the top because you're recruiting and you're working with all hustlers, all people with the same mentality, all people with the same idea of success and the same desire for success. And they show up. So maybe you're not the top recruiter. Maybe you're not going to get the growth award. Maybe you're not going to get whatever, but you are recruiting people who all do the damn thing. And isn't that what you want? Now, does that mean maybe you find a really good person once every four months? Probably. That's okay. You still get to run the numbers though, which means you still get to talk to people, but it doesn't mean you have to bring them on and be like, okay. And if you do bring them on, you're going to let them know, hey, this is kind of almost like a probationary period. Just show me what you got. It doesn't mean you're going to be my star player, right? I want you to think of it like, um, gosh, what do they call it in football? Like the preseason, right? They're like, you know, they make their final cut before the real season starts. Like they start with like 100 something and then they end with like 72 people or some, some stuff, right? It's because they're like, hey, you're on the team. We selected you, but you're not like officially, officially on the team. You still need to like, we need to see what you can do first. That's how we need to start treating this. Okay. We're going to bring you on board, but we're going to see what you can do first. And then after the first month, we'll talk, we'll revisit this. Okay. This gives people a chance to prove that they are doing what they are saying. Okay, this gives them a chance, not like they have to prove anything to you, but what it's doing is that they're proving something to themselves and you are just a bystander and you were there to validate that they are indeed doing stuff for them. They are showing up. They are doing the do. Okay. 
So I'm going to kind of wrap that up because I've gone a little bit longer than I normally do. I know this podcast was a little bit uh, lengthier than my other ones, um, but I really think it's an important topic because it's just this myth in network marketing and direct sales and whatever that you have to recruit anybody and everybody simply because there's no rules that say you can hire someone or fire someone or you know whatever, but essentially it is still your time. It is still your business. Your, it is still your entity. And you have full permission to guard the integrity of that team, to guard the integrity of your name and your quote unquote business, and uh, also not doing other people a disservice by telling them they can do whatever they want to do. Of course they can do whatever they want to do, but they actually have to like do, right? You can do whatever you want to do, right? Okay. It's not like you can want whatever you want. That's almost like what we're telling people and then and then we bring them on and then they're like, why aren't you doing anything? It's because they just want. Who doesn't want? I want a lot of things, but I'm not willing to do all that it takes to get some of those things, right? Um, because if everybody did, they'd all look like that. They'd all act like that, right? We'd all be the Harvard doctors. Uh, we'd all look like Victoria's Secret models. Uh, we would all be going to freaking space and whatever, right? Like... <laughs> but we don't. (laughs) But okay. I hope that you found some value in this. I hope that you start giving yourself permission to be pickier for your sake, for your team's sake, and for your recruits' sake. Okay? I hope that we stop giving the industry a bad name and a bad rep and, and, and start showing people that, you know, this isn't for This is for everybody, but not everyone will do it. And we start kind of showcasing that. Like, we want people who want to do this for our rules. (laughs) Okay? So start recruiting people like that. Start getting picky. Start start having questions. I'll probably do another podcast about the questions that I ask because it's called the way that I work with people and the way that I interview people is based on a clinical intervention called motivational interviewing. And we'll touch on that maybe in some future podcasts because it's very highly effective, but... Uh, leave you with this for right now. I love you guys. Uh, again, if you found any value in this, I want you to take a screenshot and post it to your Instagram. Uh, tag me at thecourtneyrogers.co, C-O, at thecourtneyrogers.co, and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. I also love to know like who's listening, what value you're getting from it, and as always, let me know what other topics you want me to talk about. Um, maybe some difficulties you're facing in business and life, and you know we'll talk about it because I want to make sure the content that I am putting out there is actually serving people and they are finding value from it. So I love you guys. I hope you have a great day or night or whenever you're listening to this. I will catch you later. Peace out.